0: This is Comet Picks by the Glick.
1: Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick.
0: Hola, Jason Glick. What's going on?
1: Hey, John. Well, it's like I know we're all in these weird, crazy quarantine times, but, you know, it's like thanks to um, the good people at um, cheapgraphicknowledge.com, they managed to get out my special orders and things are going to continue on as if the quarantine had never happened for the next couple weeks. So yay, yay! That's great. Oh, thank God, and that means tonight I'm here to talk to you about something that I would would have liked to have talked to you about two a week ago or two weeks ago, and that is a um, Harleen by Stepan Saeck. Now, little background first here. Um, Saik is a is like an is uh, an art, writer artist who's been around for for a while and has done most of his work for um for top cow. That's why, that's why I haven't really been, paid, I didn't pay much attention to him when he was just, you know, illustrating stuff like which blade and the darkness, because you know top cow, it's like, yeah, it's like, they're just like, you know, it's like, it's like standard supernatural superhero TNA stuff. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck them. I don't care. It's like, and he was, it's like, so, okay. So he, he had gotten, he's made his name through working with them. And, then there, he did, there's a series that came out called um, Sunstone, which was a which is a romance series focused around these these two women who had it's like who had found it's like one of them who who was a who was a sub and one of them who was a dom and found them and found themselves connecting through their sh- shared love on um, BDSM it's like intercourse and it's like this is a series that okay think, you know, I, yeah, I think I may have, may have downloaded some of the webcomics that had come out of this because, hey, it's like, you know, that's like lesbian BDSM, sold, sir. But reading that first volume and the volumes that came after it, well, turns out that this is the rarest of rare series in my collection. As in a series that actually uh, has a real genuine justification for the uh, the sex that the characters have together. It's like it's the uh, the, like like all all the boobies, the butts, and the vaginas. It's like there's actually a reason that we see them in. It's like in the course of the like of the series. It's like there's it's it's an actual romance romance focused series that actually like has a good justification for the amount of sex that its characters have. And it's like and it was pretty great. It's like I, it's like I loved reading like these like the first six volumes of the series and um like seeing um six art because like he's a guy who has like a he's a solid like um deceptively simple like line work i mean he doesn't he's not the kind of guy who just like who will like draw like every single crease in the character's clothing no he's the kind of guy who has who has a great eye for composition like someone who can just like like who knows what he wants his characters to look like in a given scene, draws the amount, uh, exa- draws like the specific amount of lines that he needs to make that happen, and he also has like the uh, the sense of shading and uh, coloring in order to uh, make like um uh, make this look um realistic. I mean, it's like looking at his work. It's like I mean, it's like it's like it's it's kind of it, it's really fascinating to see that you know it's that you know it's like it's not like, like i said it's not just the amount of lines that he draws it's just that he knows where to make everything where how to make every line count and then just have the coloring uh it's like fill in the rest to make it look like it's like wow this is just like this is just like so amazing just like seeing just like gives it gives his art a real sense of depth looking at it and um Someone who knew, who looked at his work and, and recognized like, like his talent, that would be DC, because they uh, like they decided to, like um, because like they saw that not only did they see his uh, it's like some of his um quote unquote fan comics which we'll get back to in a bit, but um, like they looked at it, they saw they clearly saw his stuff like for Top Cow and like specifically for some show, now, I would think, and they thought hey this is the guy with we think. Would be great for us. And T and they brought him on for um for an arc of um, Aquaman, Underworld, that um it was the rare like um mainstream superhero comic that actually saw its sales go up like each issue that that he was illustrating. And um and say also did um also did subsequent work for them for um like issues of Suicide Squad and um Justice and um Justice League Odyssey and um like to keep, and he was. He proved himself. Proved him, like him, proved that he was like a um, talent worth worth um watching for the company. To the point where they eventually like decided to go. Hey, you know what? Okay, if you want to go ahead and like you know, make a, like a, a like full length series of like about your uh, Harley Quinn comics, like then hey, we'll go and like support that because that's um what that's what Harleyne is. It is basically it is a. Three issue prestige format series done for DC's Black Label series, Black Label imprint, and it's basically the uh, mature readers version of Harley Quinn's origin. Which you know, it's like if you're familiar with the character, you know that um, that her that her creators Bruce um, Paul Paul Dini and Bruce Tim um, gave us like her her origin in in the uh, in the comic book comic book Mad Love. And it outlined like how she was a uh, she was a doctor at Arkham Asylum, like who fell in love with the Joker, and like basically, and eventually, like you know, devoted her, devoted herself to him, like you know, just becoming his, his effective sidekick. Now, um, her story has like grown, like has grown beyond just being the Joker's sidekick over the years, to the point where like, yeah, she was introduced to, uh, properly introduced to the DC universe in the uh, No Man's Land. Um, series way back in the um, the mid-aughts, and then given her own, um, like, series like, shortly after that. But, um, but at this point, like, you know, Harley Quinn has basically kind of grown beyond being, um, like, you know, the Joker's, um, sidekick. It's, like, both in her in her ongoing series and in the, uh, movies as well. Such so as, like, yeah, you know, we got Harley Quinn and the Birds of Fray, like, early this year, which I liked! It's, like, even though it's, like, you know, it's, like, it's kind of like, hey, he's, like, like we're just given uh, to, like, like we're sh- we're showing her like being independent from the Joker. It's like even though it's like yeah, it's kind of just being um like really goofy and kind of frivolous, and like we're kind of like setting up stuff like more stuff rather than just telling like a like a like a, like a cohesive story on its own. But still, the action was good. The comedy was funny. It's like and you know it's like I'd like to see um it's like more like you know more stuff from like from the character in the cinematic universe, but. That's digressing a bit, because you know we're talking about um, sayx um, three issue analysis of like like of um Dr Harleen Quinzel's origin because it's basically the same kind of origin that we got from from Dinny and Tim only it's you know it's diving in more to the uh, more like uh, uh, they say unsavory and adult. Portions of that origin is this implied? Because um, when we meet um, Dr. Harleen Quinzel, it's like in it's like in the beginning of the series, like she is a doctor giving a presentation about how the how about how the uh, how excessive um, exposure to stressful situations will damage a uh, an individual's fight or flight response. Um, to it's like to the point where it just like causes them to lose like, um, lose your sense of empathy. It's like, where they're just going to like, you know, like, like focus on their own self-interest. And then she's giving this at a, uh, it's like at a, um, psychiatrics conference in Gotham city. And, um, like most of the people there listening are just kind of like indifferent. And then there's one guy who just like, you know, kind of, um, like, like listens to it and then just kind of walks out in the middle of it. And like, after she hears this, like, you know, like she goes through the rest of her, um, speech with, with like you know, just like the kind of same kind of diligence you'd expect. But then like um, she's just like shown like after it, just drinking at a like at a bar, like talking to her friend Chandra about oh god, it's like they just didn't listen to me. Oh god. It's like I can feel my career imploding from here. It's like and it's like, like she's just really depressed and when she's walking home well, she happens to walk right into one of the biggest confrontation, like confrontations you'll, that you'll have in Gotham City. Like, the Joker is just, um, like, um, like, raided a, it's like, raided, raided like a, like an arms depot, or just like your average ambush shop. And he's just like going, and he, he's going to town with his friends, and then when he sees, um, this poor, helpless, like, um, woman, like, in, it's like, in, t- it's like, just like, cowering before him, he's like, what the Hell oh, a night for a walk, did you? And you know it's like you know even though I say that like, you know Saek has like he's got a he's got a simple like line work sense of line work, but like it's it's but but at the same time it's like it's you know he knows how to compose things in the sense that you know he knows like where to put the lines in order to make everything have max maximum effect for a reader. And um, that moment when um, the Joker like sees um, Doctor Quinzel like cowering in, like in the street. Well, this is one of those instances where it's like it's this is kind of like a, a beautiful, glorious um, sense of his composition because after he see after he says that to, um, to Harleen, we see a double page spread of Harleen on one page you now. Ca- like, you know, kind of like afraid of like you know the Joker who is like got his like um like his forty five I like, pointed right at her head across from the other side of the page. But at the same time, we've got like you know like Carleen's like life flashing before her eyes in in panels between them. So you've got like her like to- like talking about um what she wants to be like going on then like being um talking about. Maybe she wants to be a. Uh, maybe she wants to be like a, a psychiatrist, or maybe she um, like uh, doesn't like uh, younger guys, or maybe she likes um, hanging out with her doctor, who her, um, her professor, who um, whoops, um, she's she's like likes them so much she's like kind of sleeps with them and then someone catches them together and then whoops she gets a reputation as someone who was like slept with every one of her doc, every one of her teachers. It's like even though she's like eventually hired like as a, it's like as a doctor. It's like there's, it's, it's a, like when, um, it's like when say like has, like has a great idea about like how to, um, you know, like display an idea that's just beyond like, you know, what, what's just going on on the page. It's like, it's great. I mean, there's like later on in the vol- in the volume, when you see, um, like and just like fantasizing about being the person who, um, lifts the Joker up for being, you know, like I'm um, consumed by all the, uh, like um, like awful temptations of Gotham, or when she finally makes that, like final fateful decision to um, commit to being, um, it's like it's like a villain, such, such as it is. It's beautiful. It's like I mean, the art in this series is absolutely top notch. I mean, it's like, it's like even like these are like three like extra sized issues. Like from Saik, the entire it's like the entire um, volume is filled with like beautiful, beautiful artwork from from him, and I guess you know it's like I, on that level, if nothing else, it's like it's it's worth picking up just for that to appreciate um, Saik's art. But then again, I don't know. It's like I guess if you're like me and if you've only known him from Sunstone, then yeah, you know he's a fantastic fucking artist. So, and, um, so, so there you go. It's like, I mean, like, I guess, Hey, that, that's it. Everyone's like, call it quits. It's like, Hey, you like great art by this, it's like, good night. Good luck. Ha- peace out. Peace out everyone. But well, how does the story go? Well, okay. Yeah. Like I like, I mean, like I say, I like the, uh, like, I mean, when he does, when he does those like great double page spreads when he's got like a great idea behind them. It, it's fantastic. But if anything, I think that um, Harleen kind of suffers from my own expectations. Yes, that's right. It's like, I am the real villain here in this story. Because, you know, this is a story about, like, the Joker, how the Joker came to know Harleen. It's like, how they, you know, it's like, just like a deep, mature reader's fleshing out of that original Dinny and Tim story. But, when um, you had these three issues going, I kind of had this idea how they would go. Because, you know, the first issue would show, you know, how Joker and Harleen came together. The second issue would show, oh, you know, it's their glory days together. It's like the good times. You know, when Joker and Harleen were like, were in love, mad love, so to speak. And then the final issue would just show them, would show, like, Harleen realizing that the Joker is just kind of like no good for her. It's like, an, you know, eventually breaking up and just going out on her own. That's, that's not what happens here. The, Harleen is basically a uh, graphic novel length version of that first issue that I told you about. It's all about, um, like Harleen, um, Har- Dr. Quinzel, like, um, just working her way into, it's like, into Gotham, into Arkham Asylum, It's like trying, trying to, um, like, interact with the, uh, like, with the other inmates, just, you know, finding, just on proof about her, her theory that, you know, like, excessive exposure to, like, stressful situations, you know, because what's more stressful than being a villain in Gotham? Because, hey, you know, that there's this guy dressed as a bat that's going to come down on you any second now. Seriously. So, like, I mean, what's more stressful than that? It's like, so there you go. It's like, it's, it's like she, she thinks like um, and she thinks that she's got like the uh like the best um, it's like the best um studying grounds for this like for her theory, but you know in the end it's all about like the Joker, it's like it all comes down to the Joker and how she realizes that hey you know, maybe I'm the person who can save him. It's like maybe I'm the one person who understands him. It's like because you know, it's like the Joker spared her that night and. and it's also kind of worth mentioning that at the end which and i liked how um dc offered like offered like some some insight into like um six other comics that he had done like it's like his whole creative process really that um i like i kind of wish that we'd seen more about like like more of this kind of stuff in like other it's like other comics like because um like the uh, like the journey into madness that we get at the end of the end of this volume isn't really as interesting as the uh, like sketches we get from other like from other comics as um like in, like in the same thing but um uh, what was I gonna say oh yeah that's right because um because the Joker because like I mean with um sorry with uh with sayx um methodology for the series. I mean, in the, uh, like in his, uh, like, um, like in the making of sections, he talks about how this is basically a corrupted version of the, like, you know, it's like of the Harlequin romance, like novel type stuff. They, you know, it's like here we've got, you know, like, I mean, where that, those kind of stories involve a, uh, like a guy who is like, oh, you know, he's bad. It's like, he's, it's like, he's, it's like, he's no good, but, um, the woman, like she can, she can save him. She can tame him. She can like, like she can hold on to it. She can like tame his wild impulses and make him into a good, decent person. That's you know that's the kind of that's kind of story that he's, that's the kind of like a trope that he's operating here. Except it's a corrupted version of that. Here it's like you know the bad guy is really bad. It's like he's the kind of guy who knows how to push all of her buttons to give her what she's looking for. And she can um, win her win her over to his side. It's like, it's a story of the story of the, uh, of the bad guy who convinces like, the girl who's going to save him to be a bad girl as well. And, you know, it's like, we don't really have enough stories like that that I kind of... That I can't kind of appreciate, you know, that kind of that kind of story being told here, and it's like I think it kind of works overall, even though it's like I don't know, it's like i'm like this the story is just kind of like all about you know it's like this the fall really it's like and to the point and even then um like say cast like um bring in like additional stuff in order to like fill out the pages because hey we. In addition to Halloween's origin, we also get a proper origin for, or his origin for, um, Two-Face as well. And if you know the story of him being, hey, you know, it's like he was splashing, face with acid by Sal Mulroney, like, um, like one of the Gotham's, like, many like, um, like, criminal people. It's like, well, it's like, it's kind of it's kind of the same here, even though he throws in a bunch of, um, like, um, vigilantes, the executioners to, um, so it's like to liven things up as well. So it's this really necessary for, um, like Carleen's origin kind of, if you're, if you complete, if you, if you can completely buy into her, like to her, um, to her final climactic, um, I like, um, fall in like in the, in, in the last issue, then yeah. But, um, I don't know. It's like, I don't think we initially needed, it's like, you know, like the, uh, Har- the uh, Harvey Dent origin of the story in the story as well. Even though I, I will admit that, yeah, well, like say does, does do a pretty great, um, Harvey Dent. It's like, as, uh, as well. I mean, overall, I guess it's like, I, th- I think that, um, that say writing like is pretty solid. It's like, and, um, he does a good job of, it's like of convincing us of how how Harleen's um fall like would would take place. I mean, the way he works in like familiar stuff, like how she calls him, how she eventually gets to calling him Mister J, or you know when she um when she like undoes the locks on his street jacket. It's like that's it's it, it's an, it's an interesting like like story in the sense that you know hey it's like the Joker like realizes that hey you know like even though he doesn't see it, he re- he looks at this and realizes, hey, you know, this is someone that I can take with me. This is someone who, um, it's like, who I don't have to kill. Someone who, it's like, hey, just, like, I can just, like, you know, like, take along with me to, like, further my my, my point about, you know, people you know, just being one bad day away from snapping. So, I mean, that, that's good. That's good and all. But, I, but I'm still feeling that, like, this, that, um, that like the over that this volume is is kind of incomplete as it is. I mean, we've got when I mean, we get the story of Harleen's fall, but you know, it's like if um if is being given um like the story, like you know, like like the, the license to like tell like you know tell the story on his own terms, then it feels kind of incomplete. Like you know, what happens next? You know, it's like so she. I mean. If, the The end of the volume just kind of feels like so full of setup. Just you know, like with um, Batman expressing regret about how he, um, kind of sorta placed um Doctor Quinzel in the Joker's path, and also um, like hardly expressing your thoughts about how this feels it's just like a dream and all. Like I feel like there's more to this story, and I know, and I know this like this. The, these three issues sold like gangbusters. Added, as did this uh, hardcover that I'm talking to you about right now. So it's like this is a, this is a very good start, and I am very much looking forward to whatever Saik um, does next with, um, you know, with Harleen, with the Joker, and it's like, and also just, just you know, not just to see for his. Fantastic art, but also just sort really, of really great control of the character as well. Because even though like his version of the Joker, like he mentions like, oh, he's kind of like a rock star, it's, like someone who's like who's like has this like magnetism to it to him. But then, uh, my I have to be my favorite scene in this, um, like in this entire volume, is um, this bit when um, when Harley goes to see uh, the Joker for the. Like in Arkham for the very first time, and the Joker, like he looks at her, and he realizes, you know, it's like there's something missing. Some, it's like, it's like, you know, like I recognize you, but, but something is missing. And he pounds on the glass between them, and he's got this like, this awful, menacing face on him when he does this, and when, and it provokes this like, the fear in. In Harleen's face, and he's like, "Oh, there you are! I knew you seemed familiar. Just looking at terror in your eyes. I mean, it's it's their relationship in a nutshell. I mean, she's drawn to him by his magnetism. It's like the fear he inspires. It's like, and he's just no good for her at all. That it's all going to end. That it's it's an awful." poisonous toxic relationship between them it's like and here it is it's like it's like on the page so man it's like i i would i'm not really one for like owning like uh, comic book art pages but getting this um getting these pages or at least a print or reproduction of them would be something that i would definitely be interested in so even though the uh i my uh my main complaint with this this um, volume is that it feels incomplete. I'm waiting. I want to see more of um, it's like it's like of the Joker and Harleen relationship through Sayek's eyes. I want to see the fall. I want to see her realize that you know this guy was no good for her at all. It's like we don't get that here. It's like it's just kind of like it's just kind of like teasing. It's tantalizing, but overall, it's like it's really quite good. It's like, and like, uh, if you, and those of you, it's like, you like great, um, great comic book art. It's like, this is, um, absolutely worth, it's like worth owning because I think like sake is, is a guy who it's like, like he's, he just does like really impressive work. And that almost seems effortless, but it's really got a lot, a smart composition behind it. So there you go. So yeah, it's like, um, absolutely behind this, but um man, bring on volume two. It's like I know you haven't announced yet, but the series and the and the hardcore so like game buster. So come on DC, let us know we're getting it. I mean like I know that oh like right, I'm sure Sake is also like busy on like drawing the uh, further volumes of sunstone. So you know whatever he's got um coming coming at us next, whether it's a new volume of Sunstone or next volume Har- Harleen, then hey, I am all for it. So, there you go. Um, John, um, any thoughts on your end about any of this? Well, that sounds intriguing.
0: That's what I would have to say. Um, <clears throat> you know, add some color to the existing, you know, kind of mythos that's exi- that that's already there, right? So, um, Oh, I
1: mean, you I mean, you got some community with, like, you know, like the Joker-Harleen relationship, yeah. right?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, even from its f- the very first appearance in uh, Batman the Animated Series, which is like, uh, you know, which is, uh, I think, and somebody out there might correct me, but I think the episode was, uh, was Joker's Favor, and that's the episode where Harley Quinn makes her first appearance, and, uh, you know, and uh and, and it has to do with road rage actually. Um, yeah, I know you I know in terms So when like yeah. the guy
1: cuts off the Joker and like he um he lives to regret it. Yep, exactly.
0: But, you know, that kind of uh like, you know, begins the whole thing. And I think um, later on in the fourth season, uh, they expand a little bit on the story of of Harley Quinn just so um so but yeah, really interesting stuff. I you know, and we all know that she's a pretty popular character now, you know. Um, kind of popular, yeah. Yeah, kind of popular, you know. She has a cult following, that's for sure. Um, especially, like, I think the movie incarnations. A lot of people seem to um, like to cosplay as uh, the... Uh, the um, What was it? The Suicide, Suicide squad. squad version of her, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, just fascinating stuff to add to the whole pile. So, yeah. Um, Uh, So what are you planning on talking about next time, sir? Well, next time is like a podcast, like
1: several years in the making, because I've written about like every volume of this series up to this point, except for the final one. And this will be um, my thoughts on like Jason Aaron's um, run on Thor, like from the beginning, from the beginning, the middle, the end, like the very end, you know, with King Thor. So there you go. All right. Well, hey, we'll talk to you next time
0: on Comic Picks by the Glick.
1: All right. Laters. Bye.